This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today, I'm going to jump right into it. So, we'll start with a little story, kind of a cute story about my kids. Yeah, I know, I'm I'm a dad now. So, I've got an 8-year-old and a 4-year-old, both boys, and I've been working away from home for the last couple of weeks. I've been working on a construction job. We're building playground equipment and trampoline parks, and it's a fun job, and I like it, and it pays pretty well, especially since COVID put my main business, the balloon business, into a bit of a coma. It's starting to come back. It's it's, it's starting to warm up again. Events are starting to happen again, so that's good. But as part of the job, we have to go where the work is, and currently that's two hours away in a different city. and. So we drive up on Monday. We work from Monday on average. We work from 8 o'clock to 7 o'clock at night. Then Tuesday we work 7 o'clock to 7 o'clock, 12 hours. Then Wednesday we work 7 o'clock to 7 o'clock, 12 hours. Then Thursday we work 7 o'clock to 3 o'clock, 8 hours, and then drive home 2 hours. So that means that First of all, we get a full over a full weeks of work done in four days, which is good because we get three days off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that means I do get three days home with my kids. But in the meantime, I'm away from home for the better part of a week. And we work so late that I don't get a lot of time with them even on the phone at night. So my kids really, really miss me. As you can imagine, it's not exactly easy doing this, but I love my kids. I got to do it to get us ahead and get us caught up. So I do what I do. And the job is fun. I do enjoy the work a lot. And if I can keep doing this for a while, I can. Just, it's a little hard being far away from home. So we're on a schedule. We have a... A deadline that we're aiming for and we got to push really real hard to get this done so my boss asked hey next week would you mind working Friday and Saturday as well and try to get extra done pushed really really hard for the goal try to get it done really really quick and get it done on schedule so I said okay no problem let me check with my family because my family comes first. And if my family's okay with it, then I'll see what I can do. So I talked to my wife about it. She was not happy with that. She told me, your boys miss you. They need their daddy home. But I'll talk to him about it. So she talks to him about it. She calls me this morning. This was yesterday. She calls me this morning. Says, hey, I... I was talking to Caleb, that's my oldest, and he said, yeah, I miss Daddy, but 
I know if he works really, really hard, he can make more money, and then we can, then he can have enough money, and then we can go to the United States and go to Tahoe and see his home and go visit the U.S. And of course, my three-year-old just wanted daddy home the entire time, or my four-year-old. He just turned four. Oh no, it's almost five. Oh boy, I'm tired. But that just made my daddy heart melt. I was so proud of him. Here he is, an eight-year-old, and he understands that if you work really, really hard, you can make money to go do fun things. And in order to do fun things, you have to work hard to make money. He's eight years old, and he's starting to grasp that very important concept that a lot of people these days don't quite fully understand. You work hard to make money so you can do the cool stuff. Because if you're not working hard, you're not making a lot of money. And I've seen stories and reports of people not able to fill jobs in the U.S. because the money they're getting from COVID relief is more than they'd make, and they'd rather sit at home and just get free money. And it's kind of sad because a lot of people need employees. So it can be a problem. But the very fact that he understands that concept at eight years old, just over eight, he turned eight in July, eight years old, and he's learning the concept from Papa that you go to work, you work hard, you make money. That he's seen that, he's seen our life improve when I got this full-time job. He's seen us be able to afford more things. And he's picked it up just from watching us and seeing what's going on. I've told him these things here and there as I've gone, but not a lot. But he's seen me work hard. And I've explained to him, you know, I'm going to go work hard so I can make some money so we can go do stuff. So I've told him that's why I have to work. But he sees it. He sees me work. He sees the stuff. And he's putting two and two together. And it just makes me very proud of him. So what does a dad rambling on about his kid have to do anything with business? It's because in your kid's life, if you're a parent, one of the most important concepts that you need to know when it comes to parenting is a line, again, Dave Ramsey always says, which is more is caught than taught. And what does he mean by that? You can try to teach somebody things more time and time again. You can even teach them. They can even learn. You can even be a good teacher. But how you behave and what you do, what they see, what they catch on outside of what you're teaching, that makes the biggest difference. You see, my kid didn't seem to quite understand why I would tell him I have to go to work to make money. He was really upset and sad many times when I had to leave before. Even before when I had just my business and I had to go leave on an early event on some day, he'd be really sad. But he sees that when I'm making more money now, I've got a full-time job, got a really decent income now. He's seeing our life improve. He's seeing mom and daddy happy. He's not hearing us stress about bills. He's seeing a little bit more fun stuff again that we haven't been able to do. We got to go to the zoo. We haven't been able to do that in a while. Just different things. He's been seeing it. 
And he caught it. He understands it now. And when it comes to children, this is very important. Thing is, it doesn't stop with children. If you're a leader, if you're in management, if you're a leader in your church youth group, if you're just a leader at your local, in your job, within your job, not even in management, but if you're any in any form of leadership position, if you're a scout troop leader or whatever, what you do, how you behave is going to be caught more than what you just what you say and teach. Sure, you can teach. Of course, you, you can teach. Don't get me wrong. You should teach. I love teaching people. I've got it, you know, a heart of a teacher. I love teaching. It's part of the reason I do this podcast. I love helping people out. I love teaching. But there's one thing to ha- hear somebody tell you what to do, but watch a person's behavior. Matter of fact, uh, on the flip side of this, I when I first moved to Norway, I went to a Norwegian school, and I was taking a night class. And it was one of the slightly more advanced classes. And I took this class, and the teacher gave a list of words, a little paragraph or two to read, a couple of pages. And you had to read them out loud, and then turn around and read them out loud to the person sitting next to you, and then they would read it to you. And then you would have tried to correct each other's Norwegian. So what you had is two people who didn't know Norwegian tried to teach each other Norwegian by reading a book out loud. The teacher, the entire time, yes, she was there for questions. And if you if you need a question, you know, you could go up and ask her a question. But meanwhile, she was just sitting there, her nose straightened down, looking at the desk, grading papers and doing other stuff. She could care less about what was going on in the in the school, in the class. She barely, barely even showed up physically. I mean, she'd show up, she'd do the thing and take roll call and do everything. The second she could, she would just have us for the rest of the class, as much of the class as possible, just try to teach each other Norwegian. She wasn't doing anything. She was technically a teacher, and she was technically going over the course materials, and she was giving us the assignments to do. But what I caught and what the others caught was she didn't care if we learned Norwegian or not. She wasn't there to teach. She was just there to get a paycheck and bide her time. So what I caught was, I'm not going to learn anything in this class. Goodbye. And I left. I quit. I had to learn elsewhere. That's the opposite. You show bad behavior, people students are going to catch and either repeat bad behavior or leave. So as a leader, you want people to change their behavior? First, look in the mirror and see if you're doing something that they're emulating that you don't like, that you don't realize. If you're a leader who, like myself, as you can imagine, I run a podcast, I tend to talk too much. You might have your... Employees talk too much. If you're a leader who's late all the time, your employees will be late all the time. If you're a leader who greets everybody with a smile, your employees will start to greet everybody with a smile, even if you don't tell them to do so. 
if you look out for your employees and you take care of them, your employees will look out for each other and take care of each other. What you do, what your behavior is, will bleed through and the other people will do so. And even if you're not in a leadership position, I think I've told this story before, but I was working at this one place and the quote unquote manager there wasn't really a nice guy. He would say nice things to your face, but then he would say bad things and gossip behind your back to the other employees. Even if he did really good that day, I remember one day that, uh, I had, I was by myself, got slammed, was busy, 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 busy all day. It was a sales job, and I think I did like $1,500 in sales, which was huge amount for our store, a huge amount by myself. I had multiple customers. I had a customer every five, every minute, every other minute, every five minutes. I had to hurry. Most of the sales were small ticket items. I had a few big ticket items. I still managed to, in that whole case, upsell person to get a whole bunch more stuff than they were planning. It was a really great day for me. And uh, at the end of the day, manager called. I told him the numbers. He said, great, that's a great job. Those are great numbers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But behind my back, he told the other two employees how disappointed it was that how could I be at work all day by myself and not do a single thing on his cleaning checklist? You see, every day he gave all those employees a cleaning checklist of jobs he wanted done around the store. Change the light bulbs that are out, go clean the bathroom, do this, do that. And 90% of these things were things that needed to get done, but were not vital to the operation of the store. Sure, there was like two light bulbs out in the ceiling, which needed to be changed, but it wasn't dark. It didn't affect the customer's experience that much. It was just we needed to maintain it. Of course, we needed to do it. But our primary job was a salesperson, and when you have a customer, you take care of the customer. And if you don't have time to... Go change one or two light bulbs in a store with 500 light bulbs. Yeah, you're fine. You need to take care of the customers. That's most important. But the other employees picked up on this. And no employees had respect for them. Meanwhile, I took care of the other employees as best I could. I'm not trying to brag on this. I'm just as an example. And I had learned the hard way because I had led wrong like the other manager. I was kind of a boss, not a manager, not a leader. So this is after that. I was no longer, I had, long story short, I was working at a job where I was no longer in a manager position where, I had, where beforehand I had been there for about two years in a manager position. So the other guys, I just... Helped them out as I could, would teach them things here and there. I would work as hard as I could, and I just tried to be a good example for them. And they started following my example instead of the manager's example because they saw how I treated them. They saw how I took care of things. They saw how I did things, my behavior. 
And without being in a leadership position, I was still teaching good things and other people were still catching them and emulating them. So when you're in business, when you're doing anything in life, people are watching what you do, not just what you say. And how you behave and how you act is supremely important. So if you want your employees to behave and do good and work hard, you behave, do good, and work hard. You want your employees to work really, really hard, put in good, hard hours, you work really, really hard and put good, hard hours in. Matter of fact, when you're going to lose, the opposite is also true. You you don't put in hard hours and you request your employees to put in hard hours, oh, they might do it for a time and then they'll quit or they'll complain and grumble and morale will be low and morale will be horrible. And matter of fact, come to think of it, that book I was talking about, this was a major part of the problem in the book, Steal Fear, uh, which again, you can go on Audible dot com forward slash bootstrap to get a free copy it's a great book sign up on the 30-day free trial if you already have audible just a credit you can go get it there but uh anyway i digress i didn't mean to do that but i figured anyway in steel fear the leadership is doesn't talk a lot just tells everyone what to do when they do something wrong they get yelled at and other than that, they're not really involved. And they're not caring about the their people on the aircraft here, the leadership, the guy at the top, ignoring their concerns, doing things that just really upset them all the time. What was the, what, the example he gave? Well, you can't trust the leadership. This is horrible. Things are really bad. It must be a cursed ship, something really wrong, and the entire morale of the entire crew went down from the top. And he wasn't saying do bad things. He wasn't saying break the rules. He wasn't out there telling people to do things they, they were doing. He wasn't saying, oh, you should be have horrible morale. No, no, he wasn't saying any of that, of course. But he wasn't saying anything good, and he was not behaving good himself. So, yeah, if you're in leadership, you have to be the person you want your, not just your employees to be, but your entire company to be. Because who you are changes your entire company. And if you see something wrong with your company, it could be a bad employee. But if it's widespread, go look in the mirror and see if the reason they're behaving the way they are is because of something you're doing that they're picking up on. That is messing them up. Anyway, with that, I'll talk to you guys later. See you next time. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. 
If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.